If you'd like to contact the show, send us an email at liveonfourlegspodcast at gmail.com or get involved in the conversation on social media. Join the Pearl Jam Podcast community group on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at liveonfourlegspod. Stone and Jeff just wanted to tell me how much they were going to miss me after the tour is over. And that would be a joke. And away we go. You're listening to Live on Four Legs, the live Pearl Jam podcast experience featuring... Mr. Stone Gossett. Fucking camera in the truck. Welcome to Live on Four Legs. Uh, my name is John Farrar. Uh, you may not be used to hearing me this early in the show. Uh, that's because uh, our, our co-host Randy Sobel is taking a little time off. He and his wife had a baby boy. Um, everybody's happy and healthy. They're doing great. Um, thanks to everyone who reached out on social media and said something. And uh, we had some very nice uh, nice comments. And uh, he, was, he was very uh, thankful and very appreciative. So... Uh, they're doing great. Uh, he'll be back in a few weeks. Uh, but until then, uh, you're stuck with me. Uh, so what we're going to do uh, today, we're going to be doing a show from 1998. Uh, we're going back to Seattle for the Seattle series that we've been doing all year. Uh, we're getting to the end of the 90s here. This one is actually the end of leg one of the U.S. tour. We're doing July 22nd, 1998. We're kind of in the dog days of summer here in July, so this is kind of fitting. Um, we've got an interesting show here. Um, there's a couple of things going on. This was kind of, you know, Matt Cameron still getting his feet wet. Uh, this was at Memorial Stadium, which is kind of, uh, we'll talk about that in a little bit. I've got a couple of things on the stadium we can talk about. Um, but the big thing on this, if you if you go to your PJ 20 book, these two shows they did uh they did a show the night before on july 21st and this was night two these shows were actually the biggest fundraiser of their career to this point they raised uh about five hundred thousand dollars for some some charities in seattle for seattle public schools uh the chicken soup brigade and the national association of the american indian children and elders so that's pretty cool he doesn't doesn't mention it in the show which i thought was a little surprising but uh we do get a a reference to that but i am not here by myself Uh, i'm gracious enough to have uh, lucky enough i should say to have uh brandon palomo from the better band podcast here brandon how you doing uh hold on uh before we start uh john what's your um what's your thermostat set at 75 i believe 75 Okay, because I'm coming in hot! Oh, there it is. There it is. 
I should say too, we are recording this on July fourth, uh, so you will hear some probably fireworks and booms in the background. Uh, do not be alarmed; uh, it is just fireworks in my neighborhood. Um, but yeah, Brent, you always come in hot. How are you doing tonight? Oh, I'm doing well. Just had uh, had some s'mores on the s'morth of July. You know how it goes. Very nice. Thank you so much for doing this. Thank you much for thanks for stepping in and uh, and helping out here. Hey, you and Randy always step in on my podcast, and because uh, Lord knows <laughs> we, I uh, I need we have help been, sometimes. We have been known to uh, to appear on the Better Podcast uh, more than a few times. Uh, for the people who don't know, uh, what is the uh, what's the premise of your show? Uh, my podcast, the better band podcast is going through every album track by track and having an episode about it. So we got our album tracks, we got the B sides, we got the weird soundtrack stuff and the fan club singles that we're going all the way through right now. I'm in my riot act season. So, uh, we just started that off and, uh, we're, we're, we're going through and it, we, it, there's, guests for all of them so you'll you'll hear about every single riot act song in this uh this season awesome so yeah if you if you're if you're not familiar with the better band podcast please go check it out uh subscribe you can find it in all the uh all the places uh, that you find this podcast and it comes out well it comes out on thursdays or fridays what, what yep, day you... uh, coming out on thursdays thursdays usually so if everything uh, the, uh, works out through the week with editing be on the lookout for that tomorrow. I think I've got one coming up too. I, we did uh, thumbing my way, and that should be coming up soon, right? Yeah, yeah, cool. uh, should cool. be end of this month, I think. Excellent. Um, so let's uh, let's talk about this uh, the show a little bit. Like I said, this was the end of this first leg of the U.S. tour, and I, I got to admit, I'm not as familiar with this leg. You know, we we know a lot about the second leg. You had the famous MSG shows. The breath signs, and you had the the Mansfield shows. Some Camden shows are really good. You had a really good Southeast leg, which is kind of underrated. A great Birmingham show, kind of an underrated Atlanta show. That was the the first time I saw them. Um, did you get to see them on this leg of the tour? It kind of kind of shed some light on uh, on what what this was like around this time. Yeah, I saw them twice during their uh, West Coast jaunt in that uh, time period. I saw them in San Diego. And in Sacramento, San Diego, of course, uh, is the infamous uh, save the flag, burn the flag uh, uh, show. Right. Well, what were they? Uh, what were those shows like? Do you do you have uh, any specific memories of those? We we have not yet covered those on the show. So if you want to give a, like a little teaser uh, for it, was there like any highlights from those? Do you remember anything specific? Uh, it was pretty hot because it was, uh, it was summer in California. So that was, uh, yeah. Yeah. These shows were, I think earlier, just earlier in the month, uh, from this one. So it was a lot of, um, I don't know. The band really seemed to enjoy themselves. I think kind of, uh, having Matt kind of reinvigorated them a little bit and they kind of were like, okay, you know, everybody is liking this album so far and, you know, we got a new drummer who pretty much is saving us so that we're able to uh, still go out there and play. And I don't know, they they, they kind of seem to be uh, uh, having a little, bef- little bit of fun, which uh, I don't think it's right. seen from them in the too serious uh, Vitology no-code era. Yeah, it seemed like a lot of the the stress and angst was was gone by 1998. They were kind of a little more comfortable in their skin with, with who they were. Um, now this uh, this show, like I said, happened happened at Memorial Stadium in Seattle. 
Uh, do you know, this is a little, little trivia question. Do you know what currently, what, who is currently occupying Memorial Stadium? There's a, there's, there's a certain thing that it's, it's still there. They haven't torn it down or anything. Do you know what, what current event is happening at Memorial Stadium in 2021? Uh, I don't know the name of the soccer team, uh, that plays there. Uh, I, I, I did look that up, um. I, I don't think that there's anything going on this year that's uh, because it's been closed because mm-hmm. of COVID. I think that there's a, a a festival is picking back up next year. If that's the uh, your reference you're making, I've actually I've got something else. So you mentioned the soccer team. I think there was a there was a women's professional <laughs> team that was playing there, but they do not play there anymore. the The only current tenant is the Seattle Cascades of the American Ultimate Disc League. Ooh, Frolf, eh? Yeah. And <laughs> I went and looked this up. There's evidently there's an Atlanta team as well. I had no idea that there was even a professional ultimate frisbee team in Atlanta. The Atlanta Hustle, I believe, is their name. <laughs> they they play at a high school uh, a little closer into the city. But yeah, if you if you're in the Seattle area and you want to go check out the Seattle Cascades? You can go to Memorial Stadium and, and check it out. I thought that was interesting. Oh, I thought you were uh, alluding to Bumbershoot, <laughs> which uh, they usually yeah, have there. Yeah. So, do they still do Bumbershoot? I know that was a uh, that was a big thing back in the nineties. Yeah, they do. Yeah? They they okay. didn't do it, cool. of course, last year uh, because of COVID, and they yeah. didn't do it this year either. So, I, I believe they're picking that back up next year. Okay, very cool. Um, so let's, uh, let's get into the show a little bit. We have, uh, like I said, this was, this was night two of, of the two night kind of hometown ending to this leg of the tour. And supposedly the crowd on night one was a little, little passive, a little, a little docile. So they, they come out Ed maybe, uh, in order to kind of maybe feel them out. He comes out before, uh, the opening bands. We sh- I'm, we'll talk about that in a second. Some interesting opening bands for the show. It would have been a strange kind of combination for 1998. But Ed comes out uh, solo and, and does a little preset here. Does uh, Throw Your Arms Around Me. Around in your hair, I'll 
which is always very cool. Uh, what did you think about that? Uh, I think this is also the first time that he did it preset. I think they've had it in the set before, but okay, uh, in like in encores and stuff. But I think yeah. this is the first time yeah. he did that specific song. Cool. Uh, before everything, um, I, I I like it. I like their version, and I think the uh, a, a couple months ago I I heard the original version in the uh, in the grocery store, and I was like, wait, what is this song? I know it from somewhere. Oh, cool grocery store. Yeah, I like that. <laughs> You know that that's that's where they got all the uh, the hot tunes for the uh, yeah. the Gen X set. Yeah, I thought this was I thought it was great. Throw your arms around me. I love it's one of my one of my favorite things that they do, and you know it's it's solo electric, which is cool too. It's not like he hadn't yet gone. I guess doesn't didn't feel comfortable with the acoustic guitar yet at this point. So kind of a like the solo electric always gives me kind of like a cool Billy Bragg vibe. Um, which I think is is very cool. And yeah, Throw Your Arms Around Me is always great. Uh, very cool that we actually have a recording of it. Someone someone was on the ball, got there early, and uh, and recorded it. So yeah, very cool performance. And then uh, we get Sean Lennon and his band and the Wallflowers. Mm-hmm. That would be... Were those the same bands that opened up when you saw them? Were they on the whole leg of the tour? No, that was uh, Space Hog that we got oh, to see. Oh, wow. Okay. And they were surprisingly good. I can't. I, I can't okay. really believe it. it's like oh, all they have is just the one radio song. But yeah, they they yeah. they rocked it uh, both times. All right. Cool. Cool. So uh, speak, speaking of Space Hog, that's kind of a nice uh, <laughs> segue here into our our first song of the main set here, Last Exit, which gets a little spacey in the solo. Yeah, I think Mike was uh, starting to play around a little bit. Maybe a precursor to uh, "Nothing as It Seems" mm-hmm. from this era. He's got a. He's been using a lot of delay pedal. I oh, think, he, he uh, definitely he definitely era. went shopping after No Code and Yield, and, <laughs> and got they got some some he got some cool pedals to to play with and experiment with. But yeah, like we we talk about that a lot on the 2000 tour where he was just going off on the delay pedals and the spacey stuff and. This is uh, this is definitely in that vein, but yeah. What do you think about opening up with a bang? Like, no, this is the last night of tour. No, re- you think you might get like a release, like something kind of like to kind of set the mood a little bit. But they are busting right into it here. Yeah, I, I think that if the crowd the night before was a little bit lackluster, that mm-hmm. you know they're maybe thinking, okay, I guess we got to wake them up and you know turn everything up because the first four songs in a row are pretty uh a, 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 a pretty wild assault that's right yeah follow it up with animal spin the black circle and brain of jay anything stand out to you from these i got one i believe uh matt in the brain of jay bridge he was going a little bit extra there yeah that's actually the that's very similar to what i have because i thought you know animal spin the black circle are great that that's a that's a three-headed monster to start where you're just going off spin the black circle really tight ed doing the the howl singing you know sounds very very good but this version of brain of jay 
after the quiet part, I think that's what you're talking about when the when the bridge comes in. Yeah. It comes back in like a thunderbolt crash. Like this really jumped out at me as being a very good uh, brain of Jay, and it really comes in just explodes out of the speakers when it comes back in. good stone solo i always have to point out we need like a we need like a, a bumper for the like a stone solo alert like a <laughs> like a siren like attention stone solo but yeah very good brain i'm totally with you on that brain and jay excellent from the show it, it it would it would figure that the the first show that that randy misses would be one with an excellent brain and jay <laughs> oh well it's 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 all for the the greater good i guess of having a new child that's right um, so Ed uh, comes on uh, and says, Are you the same fuckers from yesterday? They look damn familiar. Actually, I think you're better so far. Well, yesterday we were home. Today we're home free. So uh, let's make it a nice time of it. Which leads into uh, another we're kind of following yield here that that this is going to be a little bit of a theme here too that we're going to get into uh faithful follows up brain and jay we get a little section here with faithful red mosquito and given to fly yeah faithful i don't know why it is sort of uh breathing menacingly yeah the, right uh, creepy. the microphone at this part. creepy Yeah, and, and uh, even as it kind of slows down a little bit here, it's kind of odd. Um, there's a video on YouTube that has this con- this uh, concert. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, I believe the audio probably from it is uh, from a real good soundboard recording, too. That's, oh, uh, very good. Out there. Yeah, we should mention that, too. Yeah, very good recording. Yeah, but you're watching the video, and you can see people crowd surfing just in these slow parts, and it's still just wild as ever down there oh yeah this was like a oh yeah a swarming ga pit section they were they were really going crazy yeah that's that's a good that's a good point uh did you notice too ed is uh doing sign language for the myth and faithful he he signs it i, I went oh, back I and, and read that that's pretty cool i don't think yeah, we, i saw him doing we something with his hands that. i didn't know what it yeah. was yeah he actually learned the myth and sign language and does it yeah but Red Mosquito too, I thought uh, a really good solo, and actually the first of seven No Code songs on this night, which mm-hmm. I, the the most played album at this show. Very very cool. I love that. Yeah, I think they're just going back to those songs to make sure uh, Matt knows them because uh, he'd only been playing with them what a couple twenty weeks or so. A couple of months. No, less. Yeah, than, yeah. yeah. 
couple months there with them. So uh, gotta yeah, that, go they, through all those songs to make sure he he uh, he knows them. We almost did the the ARO Space show for this for the Seattle series, which was his first show with them. I think it was in May, but the the recording is terrible. Oh. And we'll we'll get to it at some point because it's obviously it's an important show being Matt's first show, but yeah, the this recording is probably an A or an A minus. That recording is like a D. It, you can barely hear what's going on. Yeah, it's, so that's gonna be that's gonna be a tough one to get through, but still important, you know, historically. Uh, before giving the fly, Ed says, "This one's dedicated to the birds." People who think like I thought this was this was a really good Given to Fly. And Stone would this I think this these early versions of Given to Fly, it's when Stone is into it, it it gets cool. And this is kind of too where you know where the the sun is going down. You, you know, they obviously weren't playing low light yet. They didn't start doing that for a few more years, but this was kind of cool given to fly right as the sun's going down and stone is just doing his, it almost looks like 1992 stone. If he had had the long hair, you wouldn't have <laughs> even been able to notice, but he was doing the spins and bouncing around. Uh, thought it was really good. Given a fly. Yeah. For, for this show, uh, stone is dressed in a uh, sensible, looks like a short sleeved polo shirt. Uh, he's got his uh, khaki shorts and uh, he's he's got his black socks on. The socks aren't all the way. I wouldn't say they're uh, to the calf yet, but they are. They are. They are quite a bit above the ankle. We're gonna need another bumper for like Stone Wardrobe update. <laughs> We're gonna need Stone's all kinds of little, the, yeah. Stone st- Stone's got the uh, the funnest wardrobe out there. I guess he's he just a, he's things on tour dude. that he yeah. doesn't care about losing. <laughs> no no orange beanie though from this one that's always the one that that people go back to i think i heard people yeah, you know still summer we should mention too that they you know pearl jam announced the the funko pops that they're doing uh that's that's not a thing that i'm into i know randy is is that something you get into is too uh not too much N- yeah. not really but my wife is always uh asking me what do you want for christmas what do you want for christmas and it's like i don't really care so at least this is one thing i could say oh okay here okay. you can get me this cool i know i heard someone i don't remember who it was someone was uh wishing that that stones would have had the his outfit from letterman in 96 with the orange and the orange oh yeah that was everything. me yeah okay cool. <laughs> i think that you was saw you. that from twitter or I something i did yeah yeah very cool um so after this little section, Ed straps the guitar on, and it is the the MFC Habit uh, duo that we we have come to know and love on this tour and and for the next couple of years as well. Um, we do get a little bit of the car noise in MFC. I always have to mention, but uh, the big thing here is is Habit. There's a long pause in Habit, and you think that that something's coming, and then. Never thought you'd have 
no spiel, no speaking as a child of anything. No and then speaking it, as. Yeah, no, no, nothing. Just lets lets it hang. But then just a crazy chaotic ending to this one. For for everybody listening, uh, I'm I, I'm always here with the knock count in MFC. So uh, in the Thank first chorus, he's got uh, three nas, which uh, uh, I, I, he's he normally does it in the second chorus. He threw in some extra ones there for us. I thought that's the big news you were uh, you were uh, <laughs> saying for everybody. But uh, <laughs> uh, in the second chorus, he has nine nas. So make sure nine. Uh, okay notes that in the in the live on four legs wiki. Excellent, excellent. That that might be a record, I and mean, we have to we'll have to check the archives and see if that's because I don't think we usually get nine. That's pretty good. Yeah, I loved Habit, and then keeps the guitar on for uh, not for you and not for you. I thought was a a big highlight from the show. From right when it kicks off, it has that that kind of swing. really well and again probably due to due to Cameron's influence him kind of just learning and becoming clear with it I thought it was a really tight version what'd you think yeah I love when they do the album ish sort of end there and oh yeah of, uh, uh, well you know uh, Modern Girl is good but I mean nothing, nothing beats just hearing the old thing that they barely do anymore which I guess is what makes it special yeah absolutely and another you know Turn on the siren, Stone Solo, or very good Stone Solo, and mm-hmm. and not for you, which stood out for me as well. But yeah, that it, it's another one, just like just like Brandon J, where as soon as that that beginning part hits, you're like, oh, okay, this is cool, because like now you get you know, not for you is a little, it's kind of lost a little bit of the bite to it, but this one very very good, really really liked it. Uh, interesting. Uh, we get kind of the uh, to the middle of the section here. We get some hits. Uh, daughter and even flow back to back. Um, Ed takes the guitar off for daughter, 
and we get a little Velvet Underground here. What do you think about that? Uh, I was looking it up in the uh, on the of course uh, livefootsteps.org where everybody is uh, getting their stats from. And I see beginning to see the light, and I'm listening to it, and it's like, no, this isn't Ella Fitzgerald. And I look up, it's like, oh, there's a Velvet Underground song called Beginning to See the Light as well. Okay, That's cool. Yeah, I'm is. not familiar with the Ella Fitzgerald one. That's my bad. I should I should be into that, but you yeah. you 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 probably know it. You just don't yeah. realize that that's what it is. It's like right. you never come with fireflies. beginning to see the light. You know that song there, ladies and gentlemen. Brendan from the Better Bang Podcast. <laughs> that was fantastic. That well, was you know the wonderful. They're gonna get a copyright uh, <laughs> on you now for doing that. Oh, they're gonna be banned from I YouTube. I tried. Yeah, I tried to change it enough. <laughs> but yeah, like Ed's doing, like it sounded almost like some scatting. Yeah, they kick into beginning to see the light the first time they've done it since uh, March 15th of 1994, so over four years. Um, this is kind of really the the only really rare for the time thing that's supposed to I mean, they, there's a couple of rare things now that we'll get to later, but the, a lot of the stuff, this was kind of a, a chalk set list for the, for the era, but this is a cool tag, and I looked it up, and they were kind of in a Velvet Underground mood this this time because they had done sweet jane um a few weeks prior so maybe they were thinking about it and of course now you know they in 2013 we've we've gotten like waiting for the man and after hours 
and uh, they've they've kind of gone a little deeper in the the velvet underground. But yeah, I thought this was really good. Um, this one probably a lot of people aren't very familiar with, but I really liked it. Uh, then we get into Evenflow, uh, classic version of Evenflow, 1998. You have uh, Mike and Stone just jamming. Uh, not a long solo on this one, only about five and a half minute version of Evenflow solo. I, I counted off less than a minute. So that's a little different than what we're used to nowadays, but it has a really cool kind of like burst and then gets quiet and then builds back up. Did, uh, where did, where did this, where does this stand in your, uh, your Evenflow pantheon? Um, I'd say it's a square, no, nah, it's, it's pretty higher up there among the, uh, sort of before they get out and crazy into uh, even flow okay. versions you know you don't you don't want to have a, a big uh, 12 course meal every night you know you, you need something light every once in a while just to just to make it through yeah this is not like this is you know 1998 is these these 10 songs and and this is the first 10 song of the night we're here you know three six nine 12 songs in this is the first song from 10 that we're getting and 1998 is an interesting time for for songs from 10 because you weren't getting Why Go, you weren't getting Deep, you weren't getting Garden really. I think maybe they only played it once this whole year. And even songs kind of like uh, Alive, which we'll get to in a little while, hadn't really wasn't really getting a featured spot in the set every night. Um, Black is what it is. Um, Jeremy had kind of become a little passe. And yeah, even flow. You know, they weren't doing porch even a lot in 1998. They kind of like they kind of fallen out with with porch a little bit. So, very kind of unique. This, these 1998 2000 shows are, are kind of interesting to talk about the the songs from the the first album, their most popular album. But I thought, yeah, I thought this was a really good even flow. I I like like I said, I like the way Mike and Stone are just kind of playing off each other and jamming. That was cool to see, and I liked that it it kind of got in and got out and it didn't get. You, you didn't kind of get bored with it. It was kind of like, here here it is, and, and there it goes. So I thought that was cool. The, yeah. This whole beginning of the set, I mean, you had uh, the first four songs in a row are pretty hard and pretty fast. And, you know, even though you have a little bit of a, of a dip, I guess, uh, with Faithful, Red Mosquito, and Given to Fly, they're still playing real hard. So uh, a figure with the temperature being in like the 80s or something like that back then um not not anything near the uh, you know this uh, 108 104 degrees or whatever they uh just had last week or oh, whatever right. in Seattle um they're they're playing really hard and so it's not until you're getting now into even flow where you're finally going to get a little dip with off he goes which uh the video is probably switching cassettes at this point but the uh the audio still uh on that version has it there. This is like their first sort of, okay, this is a real slowdown. This is a real rest now. And, you know, coming up with the rest of this first set, that's 23 songs long or 22 songs long. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, really, (laughs) really long at this point. So it's, it's all about conserving enough energy to make it to the end of the race, even though you're giving it your all, because this is, you know, the last show of the leg. Right. And yeah, we, we do kind of get a, maybe like a pace break here after even flow, we get off he goes and better man. And off he goes is, it says is dedicated to a special person on the side tonight. His name's Billy. Um, we, we don't know anything else about Billy, but, uh, 
Uh, Matt, again, really laid down the foundation. There's no video for Off He Goes. Like you mentioned, there might have been like a, a cassette switch or something, but I thought it uh, sounded really good. And then we get uh, a really good version of Better Man as well. Yeah, right before Better Man, uh, I think Ed is surprised by Mike <laughs> being in the band. He says, hey, that's Mike. Yeah, I think you got he, Mike over here. He runs by or something. He runs behind him. Yeah, the cool thing. And then uh, Better Man is introduced as, oh, here's another little story. Yeah, it is very solid Better Man. I don't think it's as poppy sounding. It's it, it it's not has the right tempo for that. It's still in their kind of uh, midish tempo. Yeah, we're no we're not too that excited about this song being popular. Yeah, and, and I looked it up, and they they started doing Save It for Later in 1996. So they were they were breaking it out every once in a while at this point. I think I looked it up. They had done it maybe a a few shows before this or like a week, a week, week and a half before this. And then they, they did it a few more times on the, the Eastern leg, but it's, it was kind of unique. Yeah. You, you, they were starting to work it in a little bit, but, but it wasn't like the nine times out of 10 that you get now. So they just kind of like do a little jam on it and then it's over. Yeah. Ed, Ed, uh, doesn't quite get that feeds me note there too. Mm-hmm. His yeah, his his whole singing in this show too. It kind of threw me off in the beginning, uh, just because he's singing more. I don't know, trying to get more growl in than trying to hit the notes all the time. Which uh, I don't know, maybe just in this period, he's he's trying to experiment a little bit more vocally, and you know, trying to find out how to not keep shredding his voice, but yeah, being I think able he was trying to, to still pick his spots, yeah, get that that harshness to his voice yeah yeah that's a, that's a good point um after better man we get i know i mentioned earlier we had kind of a little album run you know mini album run with with brandon jay and faithful but here we get a little bit of no code run with lucan present tense and mankind back to back to back little back half of no code all in a row there yeah and uh ed actually gets the whole second verse of lucan right <laughs> Not the first verse, that, but the no, no. The first, well, I mean, you can't ask too much, but I mean, <laughs> the, you know, he, he, yeah, he was working up, and he, and I, I don't know, has that, has that ever happened? Have you ever gotten a, uh, a whole complete verse correct in Lucan before? It's rare. Show? It's rare. We'll have to. I'll have to. I'll have to get Randy. We'll have to check the archives. He's he, he's going furiously through the the back catalog now. I'm sure as he's listening to this. <laughs> um. Yeah, like uh, really good. Uh, like I said, really good Lucan, really good present tense. 
with uh, actually Ed playing some guitar, which you don't usually get nowadays as well. Like kind of playing, he kind of takes over from Mike on that second part of the intro mm-hmm. after Mike starts doing a, a little bit of a lead thing. But yeah, very, very deliberate present tense, I thought. You know, and it hadn't quite gotten to the, you know, the sing-along kind of anthemic stature that it that it has now and it will have going forward. But yeah, I thought a kind of a really, really good album version of present tense sounded great. Yeah, Jeff got some uh, some effects going on in there too. It's yeah. it's not your standard uh, Jeff bass sound. I I don't know that I've ever mm-hmm. really ever hear him with with weird sounding bass. Yeah, I wonder what because he normally doesn't uh, doesn't use a lot of pedals or stuff like that. So yeah, that's interesting. After uh, present tense, uh, Stone gets on the microphone. Like I said, we're, we're following the album here for a little bit. Stone says, All right, uh, we're going to kick it up a notch here with me. <laughs> he's so exuberant and, and just so excited to, to sing. And Ed, this is interesting, too, because for Mankind, you know, sometimes, you know, Ed will kind of sing backups and he'll play tambourine. But he actually leaves the stage for Mankind. They only do this as a four-piece. And another really good version of mankind yeah i i was listening to jeff doing the background vocals on that and i'm like does jeff do it all the time is it ed at all or they just have that same sort of falsetto there that that sounds yeah i think it's i think it's normally ed who helps out on it but yeah he he's gone he is he is persona non grata for this for this song it's funny we've we've actually on the show like i you know i've Usually we the talking point of mankind is like, oh, you know, they were lucky to get through it and it was a kind of a disaster, but it was it was cute and like adorable and like you know. But we've actually had a really good kind of run on mankind's on the show recently. We've had some some really kind of standout tight versions and this one is ninety nine percent there until the very end where it kinda of falls apart. <laughs> but they they gave it a good run for the first like two and a half minutes yeah matt does some real good uh jack sounding fills i think in it too which which uh make it sound uh, uh really solid
after mankind uh we 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 do not get uh we do not finish out uh no code there is no i'm open there is no around the bend we go back to the second 10 song of the night and like i mentioned it's it's alive and alive is just kind of here to kind of hold down space at the end of this getting near the end of this this main set here and this is you know, this is not the the '92 kind of quote unquote grunge flailing around hair alive. It's not the party time like celebration bread and butter alive. It's almost like just another song in the set. Like it's kind of weird to see it with Ed just kind of standing still and singing along. And it's uh, yeah, like I said, it's it's a weird time for for some of these ten songs. Yeah, I think Matt is really doing his best not to mess it up i think he's thinking that in his head it's like this is the biggest pearl jam song i gotta do this i gotta show them that that i can keep playing with them and uh, I, I think he plays it a little bit con- a little bit conservatively uh compared to yeah. you know after they yeah that makes sense like he was for 20 plus years he was still getting his feet wet this is probably like maybe i'm i didn't go back and look this couldn't be more than the 10th or 15th time that he'd played it so yeah that that makes a lot of sense but the big talking point here in alive is there's a there's an air guitar champion who climbs up the rafters you know ed oh yeah, yeah. early 90s porch style out in the crowd there's like some some scaffolding up by the soundboard it looks like someone some quote-unquote grunge dude climbs up there and the the camera sees him and it focuses on him almost the whole solo he's going off air guitar and i i i read a review that said ed kind of gave noticed and gave him like a little nod like a little i didn't hear him mention it you know on the microphone but this was uh this was it's a unique spectacle definitely go back and watch this this guy shred on air guitar during a live yeah i I thought you were going to say uh and speaking of not ending songs correctly uh like we alluded to in Mankind. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Oh, that's coming. At, at the yeah. end here. <laughs> yeah. You know, get your endings tight. You'll go far. That's what they told us. Mike also uh, gets in a little War Pigs. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, riff that's what I was saying. It seemed like there. he he wanted to go off on War Pigs, but then it kind of fell apart, and it 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 kind of like someone. I think maybe Matt probably wasn't ready for uh, a long War Pigs improv solo tag, so he just kind of stops it, and and yeah, then Ed makes a little little joke about it. Yeah, and Stone's trying to. Uh just play around uh i i don't know if uh if they're ready to stop at this point i don't know if uh yeah this is like where the set list originally ended or not but with yeah. kind of the uh falling apart uh at that part you can't really end yeah they, <laughs> you just walk off on walk off a stage like it seemed like there was kind of a little kind of impromptu band meeting because like 
they do a little bit of the the blues jam, the the killing time blues jam that they always do to kind of like fill dead space. And Ed comes over instead and says, uh, "Stone and Jeff wanted to tell me how much they'd miss me once the tour was over." And goes off on a little a funny little speech about that. And yeah, Alive would have been would have been interesting to end the set there because yeah, we're getting close to twenty songs in, but. They come out and they go into like a really good end of the main set here. And here's Corduroy. And how many times do you get alive into Corduroy? And we get the the Ed growl and and how like the kind of the feral feral Ed that we we heard earlier in the show. He comes back for this, and this is a really good end to the set. We get Corduroy, Hail Hail, Do the Evolution, and Porch. Yeah, I think at this point they're kind of calling the songs out too, or yeah, maybe they're just so. uh, looking at their first encore stuff, and it's like, okay, we got these list of songs to pick from. Uh, let's do this. Let's do this. You know, they've they've played Corduroy, you know, over five hundred seventy times. Yeah, and only seventy times have they played it after the first ten songs, and here it is coming in, you know, at almost twenty. Right. Which you know, it's you you hardly ever get. The, 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 yeah. the song this late in the set yeah especially by this time too 1998 um but yeah like i, I think it was all impromptu because before hail hail ed says oh i guess we're just gonna keep playing so yeah it almost felt like there there was gonna be a break but you know it's the last night of the the tour they're they've got you know a, a little more than a month off so fuck it why not and <laughs> just a, a again a killer amazing version to do the evolution here one of my highlights as well Ed is like I said. Ed's is back. Ed is his howling and st- like Stone's going off just like he was earlier. Another, you know, again, sound the alarm. Another great Stone solo. Yep. Uh, what'd you think of uh, of this little ending section here? Hail, hail to the evolution porch. Yeah, this is. I, I mean, it's you don't really feel that this is a way to get through to end a set. You at least have maybe one song there right before the. Uh, probably your last one if you're going to end hard uh, to kind of catch your breath a little bit and then leave them wanting more leave, uh, leave it on you know the, the the high point there but this is just ramping up yeah more and higher and higher to the to the end which you know you got to think it's like oh crap you got to make it you got to <laughs> save something for yeah. the end yeah it felt like alive was kind of a uh... Almost like a, eh, like maybe we ended here and it was maybe, you know, Alive's not really a letdown, but it would have been kind of like, oh, okay, for 1998, like fine. But yeah, they they kick it up 
And yeah, every song like hey, Corduroy, Hey, He'll Do the Evolution, every one is progressively more intense and and just the the band is fully into it again, like they were not on Alive. So yeah, very interesting. And and I like you said, I think they're calling out songs because before Porch Stone comes over and you hear him go Porch, Porch, like okay, that's what we're doing, cool. And this is this is hashtag Fast Porch, no no blues porch here. One two three four go. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, right right at the end of uh, of do the evolution, uh, Ed is stomping around the stage oh, like yeah. uh, he's either oh, smashing yeah. bugs or uh, like a Godzilla trying to. S- I think step he was people. he was acting out the video. He was he was he was evolving. Oh, the, the bombs! Ah, okay, the bombs or those there was like a there was like an army of gorillas or something. Am I misremembering that? I haven't seen that video uh. in forever. I don't know, but I do know that like bombs get dropped on everything yeah, is, yeah. is how it ends. Yeah. But yeah, a porch is uh the the bridge of this is uh is giving me all the feels.
once again, thanks for coming out the last two days. It's really been special. Man, it means a lot. <laughs> this is this is a real good spacey sort yeah, of uh yeah. porch here that they got around this time uh Ed, or uh Mike gets uh his delays on and you're hearing echoes and stuff. Ed puts on a guitar during this part too yep. and yep. he's playing around with his ebo which is like, "Oh, they haven't played wish list. Oh, he's mm-hmm. got the ebo out. Little Maybe it's going to come up." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Matt's getting all Matt's getting all jazzy and uh I think uh, Jeff, or uh, they kind of miss getting back in at this point. Uh, Matt starts uh, starts uh, planing him in to get out of the bridge of porch. <laughs> yeah, and Ed follows him, but everybody else is like, no, 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 no. Even though you counted right, and this is kind of where you could come in, we're just gonna extend it a little bit more and Jeff kind of walks up to Matt and is kind of looking at him he's like okay you ready okay now we're going to do it yeah to and to, uh, there's to there's a moment to Ed, Ed looks back at and Matt like you okay back there like we we good yeah. we good <laughs> yeah it gets a little messy there at the end that that was funny but you know what do you expect like they again they're just winging it on the set list at this point so you know the you know I mentioned every time the story is you know they would call out a song and Matt would be like Okay, do I know that one? Yes. Okay, and by this point, you know, I'm sure he was he was getting his feet under him a little bit, but still very new and very very uh, raw on these some of these songs. Um, and that's the end of the main set. Here we are, uh, very long main set, like we mentioned. And but here we're gonna uh, we're gonna take a little break and we're gonna talk about Patreon like we normally do. Uh, we do have a new patron this week to thank, uh, Xenia Berry. Thank you very much for for joining the Patreon. Hope you're getting a chance to uh, to check out some of the content over there. And actually, here I want to throw it to uh, to Brandon because Brandon is uh, one of our patrons. Gracious enough, thank you so much. Uh, talk a little bit about uh, Patreon and uh, for the people who might be considering it. Why should they uh, Why should they join the Live on Four Legs Patreon or not? <laughs> this is. This is a really easy decision to make because all you have to do, you just give them a buck a month. But there are so many bonus episodes coming out all the time. I mean, most, you know, the the professional people or whatever, they're asking for five bucks to get bonus episodes or to get, you know, the actual episodes of the podcast and stuff. And it's like, okay, well, five episodes, okay. But if you listen to more than one podcast that's doing that, you know, it's kind of like, oh, I, you know, I should be watching a streaming channel instead of, uh, you know, paying all these podcasts live on four legs. It's just a dollar. And you get so much good stuff. And you're, you're supporting these guys. They're putting out this podcast. They're doing some work. And, uh, 
You know, they, 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 they want to make it bigger and better for everybody. And heck, who knows? There's nothing wrong with them being able to, uh, you know, get a Slurpee here and there. For, uh, <laughs> hey, hey, fair game. We, we are, there are no Slurpees going on. All the money, like we, like we say, is, goes back into the show. I, I, I would say, too, I mean, if you really enjoy something that somebody does, I mean, and all they're asking for is a dollar, too. I mean, it's just... And plus, there's more. If you got more to give, if you have more to love to give, they have uh, they have different uh, uh, tiers of membership, right, yeah, John? That's right. For like you mentioned, the one dollar tier, you uh, you get access to every all the extra content that we do. We have uh, we had our final Bridge School episode that we put out uh, a couple weeks ago. So we've done. You can go through and go through the whole. You know the whole career of Bridge School episodes, the whole run. Listen to all, listen to us talk about it, all of those shows. Uh, we just did an Evolution episode on Hard to Imagine last month, which you can go check out. Those are a lot of fun. They're, I think they're getting better and better. We were going to have one on Given to Fly coming up later this summer. We've got the Devo episodes that we do, where we kind of like do something a little more a little like casual a little something kind of fun that we stuff we don't normally get to talk about on the epi- on the show. And, uh, yeah, just, we, we, sometimes we'll throw up like extra episodes up there. Like we did the, the Red Rocks show where we had, you know, night two on the regular platform. But if you want to go back and hear us talk about night one, that's on the Patreon there for you. So for $1 a month, you can hear all those episodes for $5 a month. You can, you can get all the episodes plus, uh, you get a chance to come on the show uh, pick an episode for us to talk about. Like maybe there's a, a show that you went to at some point that you thought was underrated, thought was great, you'd love to hear us talk about it. Or there's a classic show that you think we should talk about that we haven't gotten to yet. And then the $10 tier, the Horizon Leg, which is for people who are supporting our Concertpedia project, which we're going to be, which we're working very hard on. We're going to be unveiling that later this summer as well. And you get ac- you get all the stuff from the five dollar and one dollar tier. Plus, you can come on and and we'll do a profile episode on you. We'll talk about your history with the band. Uh, you'll get to pick a song that means a lot to you. We'll play it. So, yeah, thanks, Brandon. That that's those are those are really nice words, and I appreciate that. Oh, no problem. You guys always help me out so much. Uh, like I said, with my podcast, that uh, yeah, I, 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 it's so easy to shill for you. It's just a dollar, <laughs> folks. Come on. <laughs> well, if I'll actually take a moment here and, and return the favor, because if you um, if you're interested in uh, come going on the Better Band podcast, if you're a fan, or you know, if you you're interested in, uh, I think you've got you're coming up on on some interesting songs. Some of these, some of the Lost Dogs are coming up. Or you're you're uh, you're actually looking for for people to to come on and talk about Pearl Jam songs, right? Yep. Uh, like I said at the beginning, I'm going through Riot Act right now, which means that uh, the busy little squirrel I am means I I need to uh, stash away the nuts of Lost Dogs. Wait, no, I don't think that turned out right at all. Except. Remember to spay and neuter your pets. Anyway. Uh, <laughs> how, how can people get in touch with you if they're interested in, uh, in coming on? <laughs> oh, I, I'm sorry, folks. Uh, th- yeah, there's the, uh, the, the Pearl Jam Facebook group, uh, Pearl Jam Podcast Facebook community. Yep. Um, that's got a sign up on there. Uh, you can search for Better Band Pod. And that brings up uh, social medias and the Facebook and all that sort of stuff. And you can get into... Uh, Get in touch with me there, and I can send you the little form. You put your name, and 
you pick one of the 30 plus songs uh, from that era. I'm trying to find people to talk to and I like to talk to, to new people, to everybody. If you think that, uh, you know, if you're passionate about Pearl Jam and you, you got something to say, then I need episodes and I'll listen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and if you don't want to hear me on all of them, then please sign up because I will do all <laughs> of them if Brandon will let me. Uh, I, I kind of like jumping on some of the lesser known ones we've done. We've done some interesting ones over the, uh, the last couple of years, but, uh, so we get back into the show here and you kind of teased it earlier with, uh, with Ed and the Ebo during porch and it, they come back and it's wishlist an interesting song to, to come back for an encore. And they were 1998. They were just kind of throwing these encores together with, with whatever they thought of, I think backstage. So Ed comes on and says, this is actually a Christmas song. So we get a little Christmas in July here. And uh, yeah, uh, what'd you think about the choice of Wishlist to open up this uh, this encore, short little encore here? It, uh, hmm, I don't know. I, th- I think at this point too, I, I, I don't think they knew how much more they were going to play since, you know, the, the first set was huge uh, for this point in their their, their career. Yeah. Uh, the kind of we need to <laughs> we need to get, to get our energy back, so we're gonna slow it down a little bit. Um, Ed says alien instead of living being. Uh, I, at this point, I guess he uh, was still using the album lyrics. Mm-hmm. And then uh, they kind of end end with uh, kind of just repeating the last two lines of the uh, of the last verse, which is kind of you know, no, I wish I was the president or. Uh, Going off and do I wish I was the radio song, right? Anything like that? They kind of bring it right back and 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 tie it tie it back up There's, before going into a song that uh, we talked about on my podcast. That's right. See, we're bringing that's it all back. That's right. That's right. We sure did. Um, and then I think this is the point where, again, the show kind of becomes it kind of elevates a little bit and. Yeah, I think you're you're right. They're just they're throwing darts at at, at the wall here and just picking these songs. This, this is a really kind of fun ending to the show. We get mm-hmm. uh, yeah, a song that, that you and I talked about. That's right, Leatherman, uh, into leaving here and fucking up to end this encore one. Leatherman, I thought was a lot of fun. Just uh, I love the song. I love when they play it. You and I talked about it for a long time, and yeah, I thought uh, a really good. Uh, just interjection here to throw in Leatherman, like a not. I don't think they had played any B sides at this show, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was all album tracks. So oh, yeah, yeah. The the one and only true B side here, uh, Leatherman. Yeah, and uh, they're following that up with Leaving Here, though, which uh, you know I guess not technically a B side because it was on the uh, Home Alive soundtrack. Very very good compilation, the Home Alive compilation. Oh yeah, the poetry stuff is real good in that too. It is. Keep your mouth that's off it, my sisters. <laughs> yes, that's that's a that that's that's a a, a uh, an an artifact of the '90s. That's oh, pure yeah. '90s. I still have mine. Get a, I still have my double. CD. Oh yeah, I got mine too. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's great. Yeah, the uh, Ed, Ed almost Ed pretty much gets the intro. <laughs> leaving here too which that's, is that's is been a theme that, uh, on the show lately too yeah, he hasn't <laughs> been able to play it right and i think the order I, I i i think the order of solos here is stone ed ed mike there's no uh, no no bass solo no drum solo 
It looked like Stone Mike Ed Mike. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. Because I, cause I was kind of looking at their strumming hands, and like they weren't really moving. They're kind of up, so it's kind of like, okay, it's, I think that's what it is. Ed, Ed, Ed always does the... Uh, the one solo that's because you can hear the struggle <laughs> in trying to hit all those notes. He's not as always the same of a, of a player. It's always the yeah. same. So it's he <laughs> has that memorized so he knows I've got to do this for the solo. He practiced in front if of the it, mirror. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a good point. Yeah, you can always tell which one is his. Uh, yeah, so a lot of fun. And then another just epic performance here to end this encore of these two kind of throwaway b-side fun songs fucking up starts and it is you would think that neil was playing on this it is a swampy yeah. guitar tone like it they are they are playing it up on on fucking up this is this is awesome what you think yeah i think that uh i think that this guitar is the same one he used on uh on uh do the evolution it just has a real just heavy sound to it mm-hmm. i think mm-hmm. uh, it just comes out of nowhere and plus he picks on the delay too and you get a real neil young that dark oh yeah echoey sound that he gets yeah ed too i think is looking at lyrics because he gets like all the lyrics right they're not like the uh the live on two legs version where he's got kind of lines uh mixed up in there mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but you know we have to talk about the uh I think of the the, the quote unquote the Mr. Pickles oh. dummy. Now I went back and read the review on Five Horizons. The person who reviewed the song referred to it as Mr. Pickles. And I think I don't know. Was this a thing? Do you remember this from the shows that you went to? Well, uh, uh, for those uh, Gen Zers out there, we're not talking about the uh, Adult Swim cartoon Mr. Pickles. No, we are not. This is a, uh, a ventriloquist. Well, not, not not a ventriloquist. It's more like a marionette. Yeah, it's it's looking. hanging from something above, right? Yeah. And it they drop it down in front of 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 Mike while he's playing, and he starts beating it with the guitar. It gets tangled up in his guitar. Then Ed picks up his uh, mic stand too and yeah. kind of walks over. He's beating it with the <laughs> bottom of the mic stand. And yeah, Mr. Pickles gets gets beat pretty good. He's barely holding it together at the end of this. It, go watch the video. I think I I posted it uh, 
today as a, as a little bit of a teaser. Definitely go go check out the the video of fucking up in the show because it's hilarious. And again, at the end, it just Mike's detuning his guitar. Stone runs over and acts like he's gonna tear down all of Mike's amps. Like he's yeah, acting yeah. like a little kid or something. Like he's very I don't know what was going on there. They were they were just having a lot of fun. This is a a great performance of, of fucking up. But they're not done. They uh, they they come back for uh, for one more. Yeah, they got a yellow lead better here. Uh, I think it's uh, it's almost at at this point solidified itself as the okay. This is the song that we're going to use to end. Oh yeah, our show by '98 for sure. And Ed's got the cigarette in hand. It's it's very casual, just a very cool. Like here we are. We're just. We're just kind of chilling out, like, this is the end of the show. Like, fucking up was, like, the the thunderous, like, showstopper thing. And now it's just like, oh, okay, you made it through that. Here, we, we'll give it here. We're just going to chill out and do one more to kind of to, to say goodnight. Yeah, and we, we get a little bit of a, of a Star Spangled Banner tease from Mike. Not the whole thing, but just, just a couple of seconds. And then just kind of comes to comes to an end very gently. And this, uh, this leg of the tour is over. Yeah, it kind of sounds like he's kind of doing a little, trying to do a little bit of Jimmy sounding something mm-hmm. after not being able to uh, nail the national anthem there. Uh, the the camera kind of looks out into the crowd and like everybody up front has their hands up, you know, they don't wave. But it kind of goes back and I don't know if people are leaving at this point or if the people in the back are just kind of like, you know, uh, I've seen this, I'm going to go or, you know, I'm not up close, I got to get to my car and got to deal with parking or whatever yeah like yeah got to deal with the uh the traffic getting out of this high school football stadium that they're playing here <laughs> or whatever it is the they had to, to clear out for the ultimate frisbee tournament that's coming out the next day probably <laughs> um so yeah that's one the show thing i want to yeah oh one thing one thing i want to notice is that if you're watching the video on youtube there are some points like i said like it kind of zoomed out and kind of looked at the crowd and stuff like that the camera moves sometimes and it kind of like is zooming out and uh you know you can see everybody up on stage and stuff like that and then it zooms back in or or did i say it the wrong way crap i don't know the lens is going in so i'm thinking that of zooming in but it's not i got it mixed up uh <laughs> anyway the, ca- the 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 camera lens you know retracts it zooms out and you kind of see like this circle around the screen it's kind of like the 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 lens is going into a hole or something. Hmm. I, I kind of brought it, it kind of made me imagine that the guy has a big top hat and he's got a camera <laughs> sticking out or something, or like Homer with the sombrero in that episode. I can't he remember. He was what hiding, that is. hiding the, the huge video cassette recorder in a top hat. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. can imagine somebody doing that and yeah. they're just kind of like, Oh me, I'm uh, inconspicuous. Don't mind no, me. No, sir. That wasn't me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. But at, the, at at this time they were allowing tape recordings. I, I just don't think yeah. that they were yeah. saying video recordings. Right. Right. But yeah, that again, we, nothing but, nothing but thanks for all these people that tape shows in the nineties. Cause we, we wouldn't be able to do this without them. They're the unsung heroes of this podcast for sure. Um, so yeah, let's uh, let's talk about our uh, our three moments. Uh, you were the guest, so uh, I will let you go first. Uh, I'm not going to rank these. Uh, they're 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 coming to me, so uh, I I don't really have a, a, a my favorite moments. The the ones that really stuck out to me 
um, is present tense, you know, just the, the build and the, the ramping up to that, uh, that release there at the end, uh, really is why this song is, uh, touches so many people that they want to see it live and that it's their favorite song and stuff. Yeah. Um, also the, um, just their, just their energy, I think. That night, Ed, Ed is doing a lot of his uh, sort of crouching down. Um, I don't know. He doesn't really seem that into it. He just kind of like will crouch down and kind of look menacing. And it, it wasn't until the end after they kind of were just calling songs out there at the end that it looked like he was having fun. It's kind of like, okay, let's do this. Let's just do these songs for us because they're things <laughs> that we like and, you know, we're gonna bust out Leatherman and leave yeah. in here. It almost seemed like they were um, rewarding rewarding the crowd a little bit too. This was, since sounded like a better crowd than the first night, so they might have been like, okay, we're, we're gonna we're gonna give you a little something extra. But continue. And then for a, a third <laughs> moment overall, uh, I'm going to say uh, the, the Mister Pickles. Okay. Just having just just having <laughs> seeing yeah. that thing yeah. that's kind of like what the hell is that going on? Trying to and you could look it up online and there's people talking about it and stuff and yeah. that's kind of a, a little uh, a, a little piece of Pearl Jam lore that uh, it got lost back in the in the Zine days and didn't make the the a, as big a jump to to the internet age. Right. Yeah. You don't. This was kind of it was kind of a a moment of, in time where. They were kind of at this this moment with the fans where, you know, they kind of they'd shaken off all kind of their the casual fans and like the quote unquote the jock fans, whatever that that they, those people had kind of fallen off. So they had kind of found their people and you get kind of these cool things in, in 1998 and 2000, these little things where you they rewarded those people that were stuck with the fan club and were up close. Like you got cool little stuff like this, these little interactions and and things. So, yeah, that's very cool. I agree. Uh, yeah, because this was uh, then uh, what was it? Uh, Last Kiss and um, Soldier of Love would uh, come out of these uh, out of the this this tour then, right. right? Yeah, with the uh, it playing them in the, uh, in the preset and stuff yep. and the warming up and stuff. Yep. Sound checks, yeah, absolutely. And so for my three, uh, I was. I was so tempted to, to put Mr. Pickles and fucking up in there, but that <laughs> that's a close honorable mention. Uh, for me, I just I focused on the the songs themselves. It's it's do the evolution, fantastic. Um, not for you. I thought right from the beginning, just perfect, perfect pace, perfect swing, had a really good sound to it. And then Brain of Jay, fantastic Brain of Jay. That when it comes back, like we talked about, that when it comes back from the bridge, just kicks in and sounds. Yeah, fucking yeah. amazing. Um, so th- those are my three. Um, what would you uh, What would you rate this show? Um, I would give this song, or not the song. I would give the show. I think an eight. Okay. Like I said Ed is Ed is kind of a little bit playing around. He's not really hitting those notes in the beginning that much. He's just trying to growl as much as he can. And uh, yeah, I, I I think I think it's a, it's a real. I don't know about diverse set, but it is an interesting set in that it's it's pretty much all up and going up, and uh, it's got a nice mix, especially of uh, no code and yield songs. Oh yeah, which, the, uh, the no you know, code. You're not going to get much, <laughs> I think, after this tour. Yeah, I thought 
you know, I, I, originally I think I was I was expecting to be there with you, but I'm actually gonna I'm gonna give this one a nine. I thought the the amount of of no code. I thought the the cool like Lucan present tense mankind album run was great. The it it kind of hit these these peaks throughout the night. Like you you hit a you hit you start off fast with the the peak and it kind of peaks with Brain of J. And then you get another peak with Not For You, another peak, like I said, with Present Tense and Mankind, Luke in that section. And then after Live, it kicks in and really gets good when they were just kind of throwing throwing caution to the wind. And let's not forget about that preset, Throw Your Arms Around Me. Fantastic way to open up a show, a little tr- another little treat for the fans. And then this encore is just a lot of fun. Leatherman and Leaving Here, great. Fucking Up's great. So I'm going to give this one a nine. I think, it's, I think it deserves yeah. it. And end of the end of the end of the tour leg, they're kind of letting everything hang out. They get to go sleep in their own beds. So yeah, I thought it was it was, it was a great watch, great listen. Uh, definitely recommend it. Yeah, it's a, it's a it's it's real good if you want to listen to something from this era because I mean you got live on two legs and this is this is a real good sounding source too. Yeah, you can kind of hear some k- kind of weird stereo effects going on too sometimes when Mike uh, hits an effect. It's kind of like, oh wow! How did they? Do, what what did this sound like in the stadium? Yeah. Or I guess they're all outside, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> the people, the people in the back of the uh, high school football stadium that they're playing in. Is it, yeah, we're hearing echoes anyway. Oh, that that's way, that was way. from yeah from last week. We had a bunch of echoes going on. Um, yeah. Any uh anything else uh you want to hit on before? I think we 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 did it. We're we're done. What do you think? All right. You came in hot. You did it. Oh, we made it. Made it through. Thanks. <laughs> I, I couldn't have done this without my my family, my friends, my agents, everyone out there. Uh, oh yeah, your your uh, checks uh, in the mail. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. thanks. Uh, you, you get you get a percentage thanks. on the back end. No, uh, no, but, Brandon. Uh, no, thank you. Thank you so much for for stepping in and doing this. This is great. I really appreciate it. No, yeah, I love, you know, I, I have my own Pearl Jam podcast, so I love talking Pearl Jam, mm-hmm. and it's always good to step out of my comfort zone and uh, get into this live stuff. Yeah, it was a lot of, a lot of fun. And uh, I'll, I'll point out, I'll give a little teaser. Uh, we are going to have, I'm going to have a different co-host next week. Uh, we're going to be going back to the early days of Live on Four Legs, and one Matt Helbig is going to be joining me next week we finally get the we'll have to we'll have to find some way to play this up we'll have to get uh because matt and i have sometimes differing views on things so that should be contentious to say the least that should be an interesting don't don't miss that one Uh, we're going to be covering a show from the lightning bolt era actually i think the first show of the lightning bolt tour from pittsburgh uh 2013 that was a patreon request from uh chris davis so uh thanks for that and be definitely yeah check out that one next week because matt and i uh we might we might be getting into it a little bit but definitely uh go check out the better men podcast if you haven't uh randy and i have have done multiple episodes but i you know i like the ones where like i said when you have new people come on and and talk about a song and i kind of have found some some new appreciation for some songs that i have maybe taken for granted a little bit so it's it's a great uh it's a great listen go check out better band podcast um I'm gonna, I, you know, and we normally do the, you know, maybe parting ways, miss you already, miss you always. That, that's that's not really my thing. So, Brandon, do you have a Simpsons quote for us? Sorry to put you on the spot. 
I can think of at least two things wrong with that title. See there on 
Thanks again. Till next time.